Welcome to today's family experience, helping families pull together in a world that's pulling families apart. My name is Chuck Higley, and I'm your host today as well as the leader here at Project Patch. Hey, so glad that you're joining us today. Today's podcast actually is a recording that I did with Dr. Barry Hamm. Um, we recorded this podcast this past September while we were attending the American Association of Christian Counselors, AACC, um, there in Nashville. If any of you have ever been to that hotel, um, it's a massive, sprawling building, um, lots and lots of space. But what <laughs> what I discovered a couple years ago when I recorded the an earlier podcast with with Barry is that um, the sound in this whole building is is horrible. Last time we did this, um, we went outside to try to find someplace, and we had airplane noise and a bunch of crazy other sounds and traffic noise. And so this year, I um, tried to record it inside. Um, not not great sound, but it's a it's a fantastic interview. Um, Doctor um, Ham shares so many good good things, and so um, even though the sounds not not perfect, I think you're going to really enjoy this this content. Um, back in October 2015, this is when we first um, aired the first interview, which was all about um, getting your marriage unstuck. Um, Doctor Ham's a licensed marriage and family therapist. He's been working professionally with couples and individuals um, for over 35 years. And his wife, Andy, and and um, Barry make their home in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, his wife, Andy, is fantastic. Really enjoyed getting to know her. She's a special, special education consultant who spent over 25 years as school educator, administrator, consultant, um, extensive teaching, and experience with special education. And so for me personally, it's, it's always fun to talk to her because she brings the education side to it. And so hopefully one of these days we can have an interview um, with her exclusively. But for this one... Um, we're going to focus on on the brand new book that that Barry just is releasing. It's called Living on Purpose, which is just coming out right now as as we speak in the month of December. Um, as you hear in this interview, I was able to get a pre-release copy of it. It's something that he asked me um, several years ago if I could um, read it, give some thoughts, and and also if I felt comfortable providing an endorsement. And when I read the book, I was um, thrilled with the book and I was thrilled to provide an endorsement. And what does crack me up is, is if you when, you when you do get a copy of the book, um, you'll see my name and my endorsement along with, with a bunch of um, big shots. And so it's just kind of funny uh, from a personal standpoint to see um, all these prominent voices in, in ministry as well as, as um, well, just well-accomplished people with my name there. Not to say that I haven't accomplished anything, but um, it's Governor Mike Huckabee, it's Josh McDowell, it's Jim Daly, and it's a bunch of other people, and then Chuck Hagley. Uh, but hey, you're listening today, and so I appreciate that um, probably even more than than some other things. But hey, um, one of the reasons that that I have this topic, and I, I really love focusing on the idea of purpose, um, Daniel Harkavy and I recorded a, a podcast on his book on purpose, which is just fantastic. It's a little different tactical view of, of the same topic. Um, but to me, having life of impact is, is one of the most critical things. A lot of times when people think about at-risk teens, they're thinking about the negative behaviors. And, and so for, for us as a ministry, anytime we can be around people that focus on what can this look like on the positive end? You know, what is it that we're shooting for? Not having lives that just lack negative behaviors, but what would it look like if we had the positive behaviors? And into that, I really call us as as parents, as leaders, that our ability to know what our lives are about, our ability to live lives that are passionate, powerful, um, the kind of lives that our, our kids would want to want to follow after and be inspired by. To me, that's that's one of the biggest callings that we have. And so we'll launch right now into the interview with with um, Dr. Barry Ham, and look forward to talking with you after the interview. Thanks. 
Hey Barry, glad to have you here at AACC. We're recording in the exhibit area. We're not neighbors this year, but it's just fantastic um, that you've agreed to spend some time. Absolutely. So last year, when we, two years ago, I guess it was. Two years, we, yeah. When we talked two years ago, you had just finished the book Unstuck. Correct. And your push for your books, you've written Unstuck, you've written before that was, was which book? God Understands Divorce. God Understands mm -hmm. Divorce. And so a lot of your work has been around the, the topic of marriage. Right. Improving marriages, realizing that, that couples do get to that point that they really need a voice in. And, sure. And so your practice has been, for how many years now, working with, with couples? Oh, 25 years probably. Yeah, primarily working with couples. But at some point, God put on your heart a dream of a book that was a little bit different than, than on second and talking about divorce. That's Can true. you tell me about that? That's, 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 that's true. This book, this new book, Living on Purpose, has been percolating for over 30 years. And it, it is reaches to even more more core issues than than just marriage issues because yeah. most of us at one time or another have asked that question, why am I here? Yeah. And are we just on a mud ball flying through space? Is there some is there some rhyme to this reason uh, or reason to this rhyme? And uh, helping people know that God has a plan for them, a, a clear plan, an understandable plan. It's it's not some mystery they have to discover in a Chinese fortune cookie. They can they can know through his word his designs for their life and that's what this book is about so as you've worked with clients over the years that longing that that there's a purpose or feel it people get to the point that they feel like their life doesn't matter right they feel like it doesn't matter or they're just they're just clueless they get up day to day go through the motions go to the job they hate wait for retirement they don't know what they're going to do with retirement but they just go through the motions because that's what they think they're supposed to do and it's not fulfilling it's not satisfying and they're they're wandering. Yeah. So you you so thirty years. I mean, that's a long time to, to <laughs> hold on to a, a book concept. It is. Why is it that? Why now? You know, it's it's, it's interesting. The that kind that concept percolated, and I knew someday I'd have to write about it. And I started doing some additional research about fifteen years ago or so for this book. And then there were a lot of things that were happening in in my practice and with people that caused me to push that to the side yeah. and really write the marriage books because there was a lot of marriage things, a lot of couples in crisis, and uh, a lot of family experiences that just called for me to bring those things forward. So this one got shelved, but I knew there would be a point in time where I'd come back to it. That you knew that you'd come back yeah. to it. And so we're talking, just so, so people know, it's the book's Living on Purpose, um, Knowing God's Design for Your Life. And so um, this, I guess just from a disclosure standpoint, this is available officially in in December, in December. And, and we released into bookstores in December and so for anyone feeling jealous I'm holding a copy in my hand <laughs> signed to me um, and I had a chance to, to read it early on it's it's been a probably almost a year hasn't it been since, since I saw it, the, it has the been first it, yeah yeah it yeah. has been what I was impressed you know as I started going through this book so many people write on the topic of purpose mm -hmm. but they start in different places right right you chose to start it really in this in this well, you break it into three, three different places, but, but really it's that idea that you, you begin and die. Right. Tell right. me about that. That's why you chose to start there. Well, because I think if, if we don't have an understanding of who God is at the core of our creation, then there's nowhere to go with that anyway. I mean, because then if I don't have God at the core, then my purpose is 
uh, eating a candy bar today or going skiing tomorrow. Or I mean, my purposes are pretty shallow and pretty short-sighted. So yeah, I started in that book with saying, basically, you, you've got to begin with a, from a place of understanding that God is, that he's got a design for our life. And if we go from there, then it's knowable. If we don't have that piece in place, then it, it, it's kind of like, it doesn't matter how fast our car goes if we don't have a destination. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I've met so we working with kids especially is, is that kids, so many kids believe that their life is just an accident. Right, right. That and, there's no design or purpose or goal. Or, I mean, yeah, there's that void that you're talking about. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think one of the latter chapters in the book says you're not an accident. I mean, it starts with that uh, because people oftentimes feel like God's not aware of me. I'm just, I'm just a... a, a nameless face on the planet and uh, do I really matter to, to anybody let alone God yeah. and uh, they feel like they're an accident and sometimes they're told they're an accident yeah. and that's probably one of the harsher places to how do you wake up how do you keep pursuing and I, you know just from a personal standpoint I think even as I've assumed leadership as I've moved so many of us that whisper that comes into our mind is mm-hmm. you're a fraud you shouldn't be right. you know and and all these these thoughts that are coming from what I, I really believe is the deceiver that's trying to get us to the point of inaction. Right. But beginning with the, the part that God God has something for us. I, yeah, I think that you said that well. I think we all at times feel like we're a fraud. We're going to be found out. I, I remember years ago when David Letterman was still in the air, he talked about one time uh, that he, he'd been doing this thing for 20, 30 years. And he, he said, I, I have this feeling every night then in the middle of my monologue, some guy's going to come from behind the curtain and tap me on the shoulder and say, Dave, time to go back to Nebraska. You're not that funny. <laughs> not that funny. I, I, mean, I mean, after decades yeah. of doing this. And so I think it's, it's it's pretty common that we all feel like I'm going to be found out. I'm, I'm pedaling as fast as I can to stay ahead of whatever's chasing me. And I'm going to be found out that I'm not for real. Well, and I think what, what I loved about starting the purpose of God, that it's something so foundational, mm-hmm. is that it's so easy to start morphing our identity based on maybe what we're getting rewarded from, yes. maybe what other people are talking to us, yes. but not realizing that, that we have to build on something secure. Yes. Uh, yeah, we, and we can go from one to two directions. I mean, some people, if they have a little success, they start to believe their own press, yeah. and then they get, you know, they get a big head, and that takes them places where they're not designed to go. Uh, the other side of the coin is, if, 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 if I think about kids that you work with, mm-hmm. and if I've got parents that are that are parents or teachers or whoever saying you're a loser you're you're an accident you know those kinds of things then if that's where if that's all I've got coming into my my thinking I'm going to think that I'm an accident yeah. yeah and isn't that interesting not to divert because it's really not the topic of the book but there's so many people that are late late bloomers or maybe late to late discovering mm-hmm. who they are I mean they go through a long long yeah. Oh, really uh, awkward face of phase, and we kind of stifle that, don't we? Well, yeah, and I can relate to that. I mean, I think about I, I've known people who at 25 they had their head together, their act together, they're on a trajectory that's going to do well, and and other people it's much later than that. And I remember when I was in graduate school in my 30s, and I remember being at the at the Cal State Fresno bookstore and saw a, a big button. It was probably a foot in diameter button you would wear, yeah. and the button said everything prior to 40 is just rehearsal. And I thought... 
perfect. That's for me. Yes, there's hope. Because because so, sometimes, even if you think you're on track at 25, life can be a circuitous journey. And uh, so that was reassuring that uh, here I was nearing 40 and I was finally getting my head together. And, and, and that was okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Well, and I think the Bible, when you start with God, he does develop develop people. So you move from that, that foundation to, and I was really kind of surprised by that because when I read the book, I'm like, okay, where's the tactical? Where's the tactical? Because, <laughs> because you really do start with establishing a base and you right. move from God to others. Right. Tell me, tell me your thinking around that. Well, the, you know, is people look at the book, starting with the scripture, where we're told what you know what's the greatest command you know love God the Lord our God with all our heart soul mind and strength followed by love your neighbor and followed by love yourself and the book really breaks down into those three areas of, of how we connect where we connect and and uh, uh, if if we start at the right place if we start with ourselves it, it, it's a crash and burn before we've turned around twice uh, if we if we start with others then it's it's on a daily basis it may be a good day maybe a bad day depends on who loves us or doesn't love us today wow. but that's why it's so important that we begin with the relationship with God loving our God and all that that means begins at our core and you know we, you asked earlier about my previous books have been on marriage and this one's a little different but but this one really gives a foundation to even when I'm in a marriage that's struggling but I'm trying to figure out if I am rooted in God's purposes for me that makes it more manageable my guess is that I mean, we've seen at Project Matches where there's people that seem to be caught up in a navel-gazing self. They just are so deep into themselves. Right. You know, and, and they have reasons to be. I mean, there's always some sort of problem going on, but their view is so self-centered. Right. You know, and for us, getting them to expand that to be other-focused, mm -hmm. you know, to, to see that, yeah, there's people around me. I'm not the only one. I can still benefit people even though I'm struggling. You know, getting to that point is th that other centric. Right. For us, is, is really a breakthrough moment. Well, it is, and, and you're right. We get so we get so self-focused. I mean, if I have a hangnail today, that's my crisis for the day. But I've been reminded recently, as we watched the hurricanes that have hit Houston, that have hit Florida, that have hit, and even more so hit Puerto Rico, hit the Virgin Islands. You're seeing places where their their homes have been devastated, and they've been told they're going to be without power or communication for months, not days, months. And suddenly you go, huh? The fact that my coffee was cold this morning maybe that's not that big of a deal helps us to put it in perspective and to, yeah and, and to be willing to go there mm -hmm. because it is uncomfortable yeah oh yeah oh yeah i mean we, it, we, for that brief moment that we look at the paper that and see the headlines of the hurricane destruction we think oh gosh i, I guess i don't have it so bad but then we so very quickly go back to our self-focused world yeah. so really that order from scripture saying you know god love others and then really that key is that you really do have to have that from some place of, of absolutely absolutely and so as you break down the steps you know maybe you can walk us through that that process that you see people taking to to start getting to that part where they're living on purpose well, I think that people, first of all, have to have to have an understanding of who God is mm -hmm. and have to be willing to look at his word. I mean, the, the bottom line is, if God is, 
and I believe he is. Yeah. And he created us with with intention. I don't think he just put us here randomly to see what would happen. Then how how do I know what that intention is? And that's why he's given us his word. That's why he's given us clear instructions. And I know that people sometimes look at the Bible and go, oh my goodness, I don't know where to look. Do I just open a page and point my finger and yeah. that's what it's going to tell me? And, and this book really is helpful in breaking that down to where people can find where in Scripture God gives these instructions that are important to understanding our purpose. But but starting with our understanding of Him and our relationship with Him, I mean, it really is a relationship with Him, then it begins to make all the difference. Yeah. It feels like an onion, uh-huh. you know, that yeah. it's all one whole, yeah. but it is, it's moving out. Right. And, and for people that haven't seen the book, I'd say that this book would be good on Audible, but what I liked about it on paper mm-hmm. is that scripture is bolded, you know, so at least as I looked through that, it was really clear to see what words are, right. are scripture and, mm-hmm. and then how that's being applied, what sort of context right. it's in. Right. Um, you do a lot of recapping, mm-hmm. you know, as a chapter goes on. Um, and so it seems like it, the information is presented and then it's brought brought again in a way that I found, I found really helpful and practical. Yeah, in, in those, particularly those chapter recaps, it's so important. Sometimes we read a book, we read a chapter and we walk away with a, a, a thought or two that we can use. But, but this builds on itself and so the purpose of those recaps was really to anchor as people go along how this connects to this, how this builds upon this uh, because it, it is cohesive and sequential uh, and it's you know God is God is not irrational he, he's not just a fuzzy out there uh, God makes yeah. sense yeah. and um, and isn't that isn't that interesting because we, we over engineer it sometimes and I think the whole purpose thing um, I'll, I'll divert a little bit but I was talking to a, a mom the other day um, here at AACC even mm-hmm. and she was talking about her son and, and how she's helping her son um, with this concept of you know there's the one for you right. and, and right. I know where she's coming from obviously it's a real romantic concept but end of the day that's not a helpful paradigm because how do we know when it's the one you know yeah. we're choosing a mate based on some sort of mystical right is there going to be lightning is there going to be you know is she going to have a halo you know how do you know when it's the one is is the question that so many Christian kids have asked, or right. I guess all kids. When honestly, the scale set of, of choosing me, compatibility, the idea. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking right. to a marriage right. therapist, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean. There's a skill set involved with with finding a, a person and pursuing a person, and even a, a sense of skill set of dislodging with a person that you thought could have been the one and they're right. not. Right. right. I'd much rather see her training her son in mature relationship building sure. rather than this mystical the one well and it, yeah and you think what if the one lives in Uganda <laughs> I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of luck and so yeah that, 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 that sounds romantic that we're going to find that person like on the movie screen and yeah. see them from a distance and slow motion run across the screen and embrace them but that's not reality and, and so in this book even as we talk about dating and marriage and some of those kinds of things we do all these things with purpose I mean when I get up in the morning, whether t- today I'm, I'm working, I'm writing, I'm counseling, or whether I 
I'm, my wife and I are going hiking with the dogs. Everything that I do fits into my understanding of purpose. That understanding of purpose. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that is that so many people believe in the same way that they love is mm-hmm. this mystical purpose. It's going right. to be revealed to me. Right. right. And I sense that this is really a pursuit of scripture and action. Yes. And relationships. Yes. And, you know, all those things that, that go together. And my guess is that that's where purpose is revealed through through these activities. And and, and that action piece is important because so many times I talk to Christians who say, I know God has a plan for my life. And then you see them 10 years later and they say, I I know he's got a plan. I just don't know what it is. And you see them 10 years later and the story's the same because they've not taken any action. God's plan is not mysterious. Wow. You know, and then that's so powerful. God's plan for our lives is not mysterious. Scripture, right. as you've broken apart scripture, it's, it's clear in scripture both that he has a plan and that there's certain things to pursue. Right. You know, the other thing that, that really occurred to me as I, as I read this, and I've, I've heard it in other venues, especially where people do these list making of, mm-hmm. I want God to be, you know, God's first. Right. And then my spouse and right. then my kids and then my work and, you know, yeah. or my church. And then it gets mushy partly too and it's hard. Right arguing about what's one and to me God's not flattered by that God right. wants to be in the center of, of all these things well as I, and I talk about in the book it's like a, it's like a Broadway play mm-hmm. and we typically think the play hinges on us that we're center stage and reality is God's a star we've got a bit part and gosh there's some relief if my if my part in the play is one line while I'm holding a tree cool yeah I, it doesn't hinge it's success whether Broadway plays a hit or not is not hinged on me it's hinged on God and to be able to live that out with confidence you know it's it's pretty awesome because I I, I just think that there's a sense of us right now am I doing the right thing am I doing the right thing especially um, we work with a lot of perfectionists people pleasers and that shifts us off purpose so Mm -hmm. easy or when we have this grandiose I need to be doing something really big right now right and being off task right right right. so as you really write this book as you're writing it what what were you you hoping that people would, would take away from it I would love it if we had a, a, a community of believers who know why they're here. They know what God's called them to. They 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 see the North Star and they're headed towards it. And and there's some direction. I mean, so many of us, it, it really truly is like going on vacation. And so many people pack their car, they got the cooler, they got the chips and sodas and whatnot, and they take off. And and when we go on vacation, we typically have a destination. But people live life as though they're racing in their car with no destination and um, so it's like well, where are you going it's always I don't know but I hope to find out someday that's a crazy way to travel <laughs> well and here's where we see the, the thing is that most of the people listening to this podcast are parents mm-hmm. you know so they're leading their families so this is a personal work for them right as well as what we'd love to see is, is parents taking this information, this is a parent book, not, not necessarily something kids would read, although I can see a teenager right, reading right. and gaining a lot from it. But this is really a process that a parent guides their kids in to get scripture into their lives. It, it, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a book, it's really designed for all ages. I mean, it's a book for parents to figure out for themselves what their purpose is, and then they can better model for their kids that process. But it, it's a great book for, I think, high school kids who, who are looking at the world that lies ahead and they have no idea what they're doing. It's a great 
book for them. On the other end of the spectrum, I had a lady come by our booth a couple days ago, and she said, I'm 62, I'm retiring, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. So it, it, it is a book for across the ages. You know, I take John 1010 seriously, the thief comes to steal calendars for you, talk about it, that's right. all the time. You know, purpose is one of the things that he steals. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, effectiveness, dreams, um, and so someone in their 60s is just as likely to be robbed of that. Yeah. And it's never too late to start. It, it's never too late to start. Uh, I, I see too many people that are 75, and they've gone through the motions, if you will, of going to college, getting married, getting the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence and, and, the, and the yacht, and then they re retire from the job they hated, and they get a vacation home or an RV, and they're 75, and you're going, why did you do all that? And they say, um, I think I'm supposed to. <laughs> and, 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 but they're not satisfied. Yeah. They're not satisfied. And so truly, for, but it, but like, you know, it's kind of like I was with doing a marriage, uh, a marriage uh, seminar recently, and I asked a question of some couples. I said, I want you to talk as couples, and between the two of you, decide on a scale of one to ten, where's your marriage? Yeah. And so they did, and they all came up with numbers, and, and just for them to know privately. But then I said, here's the cool thing. Whether you decide if your marriage is at an eight or whether it's at a two, that's where you start, yeah. and you improve it from there. So whether I'm 18, I, I wish this book had been around when I was 18, but yeah. whether I'm 18 or 40 or 60, it doesn't matter. Wherever I'm at, God will take me and use me for his purposes if I'm willing. That's, that's that point. Yeah. And that's where that remain in me and I'll remain in you. And yeah. so much scripture talks yeah. about that, that connection point. Yeah. You know, but I like what you yeah. said about the, the thief stealing. You know, if God can convince somebody... The, the, if, 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 if people can be convinced, the Satan can convince people that God has no use for them, that he doesn't have a purpose for them, you're just a, a, a blob of molecules, then then it's, it's it's their purpose is robbed and stolen from them. Yeah. Yeah. And on the flip side, if crisis come that we might have life. Life abundantly. Abundantly. Have it to the full. Yeah. And that's what this book, th this book is so people will have it to the full. Yeah. It really is. And it really is that guide for that. And so for, for parents that are considering it, it's, it's a book that will give the skins and bones. It gives a theory, and then it makes it yes. abundantly practical. Yes. Yes. Um, so many things to, to deal with. So, best way for people to connect with you? You know, at this, at this point, the book doesn't come out in the bookstore until December, but it is available now on our website. Okay. So the website they, is? The, the website is uh, livingonpurpose.net. Livingonpurpose.net. So, for, for the show notes, um, if you go to the show notes, you'll see a picture of me and Barry. I'm going to take one right after this <laughs> if that's in the showroom floor. And um, you'll have a chance to get it there and then yeah. um, once December comes they can go to they can go to, uh, to Amazon yeah if you go to Amazon right now it'll show you the picture and it'll say not available not so available. Okay. Um, but yeah they can get it get it that way as well but if they, if they want to order from the website they'll get a signed copy and it'll be discounted signed copy and, and just like mine um, and if you want me to sign I, I have the nice <laughs> little fortune of, and I, I just read it <laughs> I got to write a little blurb on it as far as praise for your book and, and I am I am really thankful you wrote it I've been blessed well, by thank it you. and thank you and so for parents out there, this is this is a tool for you. It is. Yep. It and is. so thank you, Barry, for writing it. And I look forward to two years from now when we talk about a new book. Uh, we'll see, yeah. Well, thanks for the time. Thanks for the opportunity to talk with your parents. And uh, 
they're welcome to email me if they have any questions. Uh, they, when they go to the website, they, they can find my email there. And, you know, and, and for those of you that haven't been on the website, Relationship Tuesday. Relationship Tips Tuesday, yeah. Relationship Tips. I can't even say Relation, it. <laughs> I, I can't either sometimes. Relationships Tip Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. And so that's every Tuesday there's an email go out. I get them. I, I'm encouraged yep. by them. Read every single and, they, and it's a free resource. They can go to the website and just email me and sign up for that. Yep. All right. Thank you, Barry. Okay. Thank you, Chuck. I hope you enjoyed that that interview. I sure um, have enjoyed doing it and, and listening to it again as I prepared for this for this podcast. You know, it's a perfect time for you to pick up Barry's book. It's available at all fine retailers. I love that saying. Um, and take a time to not only buy it, but read it and put those principles into action. It will impact your 2018. You know, some places if you want to get more information or even read a, a free um, first chapter of the book, if you go to Barry's website, ifitherapy.com, once again, that's ifitherapy.com. Um, you can find out more information about the book, about Barry, about some of the resources that he has. Um, his other books have been fantastic also. Um, his Unstuck, like we did in the 2015 interview, is a, a real good book. Um, some good resources about divorce. And so please connect with him. Um, and when you do, let him know that that you heard about him here on the, on the podcast. I'm sure you'd appreciate that. Um, and it'll lead me to getting more free dinners when we meet um, at AACC in the, in the future. But great friend, and, and I'm glad that, that we could share this podcast. Hey, we've got a busy January coming up. December, we're just wrapping that up. Um, a couple things is if you have enjoyed the, the ministry or, or feel like Project Patch is a ministry that you really um, connect with, we'd love to have your support. You can learn more and more about Project Patch at projectpatch.org. And while you're there, if you click on the donate, um, you can uh, make an online donation, and we'd sure appreciate that. Um, it goes to helping us serve kids that wouldn't be able to get services otherwise. Um, the kind of care that we do is is expensive, and it's impactful, and we need your help for that. As far as January, I'm going to be um, in the cold places of our country, <laughs> as well as a couple other trips. But um, the busy trips in January, January 18th through 20, I'll be in Billings, Montana, presenting on Raising Tech-Safe Kids. Um, it's a series of, of conversations and, and seminar um, topics that I'll be doing with, with parents there, part of the Billings Seventh-day Adventist Church. Um, find out more about that on our website. And then January 26th through 27th, so the following weekend, I'll be in Hayden, Idaho at the Anthem Church. I'm presenting on on raising tech safe kids. Uh, the Anthem Church will be a Saturday, excuse me, a Friday night and a Saturday morning, and um, the Billings that I spoke of earlier is a Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday, and so it's going to be a lot of fun doing that. Hey, and we're also gearing up for a couple different things coming up in March, and so uh, it's not. Um, too early for you to keep planning for the Refresh Conference. It's something that we talk about a lot. Um, Refresh Conference will be coming up in Seattle, March 2nd and 3rd, and you can learn more about that at refreshgatherings.org. So March 2nd and 3rd, this is especially for foster and adopt parents, a fantastic time of, of ministry and connection. And so I encourage you to, to put, that into your, put that into your calendar, and, and I'd love to see you there. So that's a wrap for our, for our time together. I hope that it's been helpful for you. I hope that it's one of those things that will impact your kids and your daily life. So now go out there, connect with your family. We can help at Project Patch.